everyone and welcome to the One Pound More podcast with me, Dawn Hills. Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast and today we're going to be talking about using redundancy as a strategy to gain more money and you must be like, Dawn, what the actual heck are you talking about? That is just mental, like why would you even consider doing that? The reason why I talk about this is because I've been through the redundancy process twice in my life, both of which, I'll be very real with you, they're not pleasant experiences. The first experience of redundancy for myself was one of those shock ones where I thought, well, I'm the bee's knees, I'm not going anywhere, and boy, I went. (laughs) And the second one is where I used it as a strategy to gain money. We are currently, and we have to be very real, in a very shaky predicament with the way the country is. Economically, businesses have been severely impacted. And through my experience, when things like this is happening, when there's been a shake-up in the economy, they look at processing redundancies either just before Christmas, where people are just like, but how dare you? Like, we've got Christmas coming up. How dare you lay off people? So either before Christmas or it happens straight after the new year. And you think, how dare you start my year, my brand new year like this in a state of panic and a state of worry? This is when they tend to do it. And I have to be very real with you. There is a lot of shakeups happening in businesses right now and companies of course will tell you that everything is fine but unless you're a big 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 director you're never ever going to know until the day they make announcements they obviously do not want to issue a sense of panic around any company and they don't want a mass exodus because you know of course if there's murmurings of oh redundancies people can actually pack up and leave And then they're in trouble again because I have no people to tick them over and work for them in such times. So the companies will act like everything is okay until it's time to make the announcements. And trust me, like I said, I've been through it twice and both companies, funnily enough, played it the same way. I've made a whole post on redundancies and the shake-up and how actually if you are going through the process or think you're going to go through the process or you've heard whisperings, how you can get your ducks in a row and be prepared in the best possible positive sense because I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and unfortunately if you are hit with a redundancy, trust and believe when I tell you that I am quite confident your next job will be such a step up from where you are. But how can you use redundancy as a strategy and what does this all mean? Now, I'm really talking to people that perhaps are not currently happy in their current company and in their current role and perhaps been thinking about leaving but hasn't taken the courage to do so, probably haven't come home and had a real sort of sit down to think about what it is they want to do a move to sometimes things like this happens and that's the shake up in the ground that we need to get our little feet moving 
and think about, right, no, I think this is the time to go. If you are thinking in this sense, then using redundancy as a strategy to get some money would be for you. Because what you would currently do at this point in time, whilst there's murmurings, is to start contacting agents, putting the feelers out, looking for jobs, perhaps going for some interviews, things like that. That's where you start getting your ducks in the row of just gaining the experience, gaining the knowledge, updating your CV, all of that good stuff. So that let's say if your company announced redundancies this month, you're kind of ready to go or you've got your agent on lock whereby you say, look, potentially there's going to be redundancies or if you've been given the notice that there will be, okay, we've been put on notice. Obviously, I don't know where I'm going to be at the end of this, whether I have been made redundant or not, but I need you to start looking for X, Y, Z jobs and you have that conversation with them so then they can start looking for you coming back to you with some suggestions and you going forward for interview because then if you then get a job you can then tie this in with the whole procedure and process of redundancy and especially if there is the opportunity to take voluntary redundancy then by gosh you can take that and run with that money and that money would not be touched because you'll be going from one job to the next. My personal experience has been that The first time, like I said, that I was made redundant, I didn't really know about the process and I wasn't able to use it strategically. I was made redundant, like I said, and was shocked by such because I I was like, no, you know, me, I do the most in this department, I'm not going anywhere. And yeah, I was made redundant, but I wasn't clever with that money by way of either saving it or I didn't have my ducks in a row at all with regards to getting another job or anything like that so that money went quite quickly but where I was made redundant for the second time I had been ready to leave that company but had stayed there already as a strategy so I could get my property because many of you will know that when it comes to purchasing a property and applying for that mortgage the mortgage providers lenders will look at how long you've been in your role because of course they want someone who's been in a stable position for a while and you're not a chopper and a changer so they're like well how are you going to be able to pay and afford this mortgage if you've literally just stepped into another job is this job secure what's going on with you so I stayed there as a strategy to show that I've been with this company for X amount of years, this is what I've been doing, this is how much I get paid, I get guaranteed bonuses, all of that stuff. And I, I trust and believe I suffered to, to stay there as part of a strategy, but you know, it is what it is and it worked for me. So house bought and everything, and then we had the rumblings of the redundancy and I thought, this is it, this is my chance and opportunity. But it's so interesting, the rumblings happened and the legal department were not put on notice. We were not going to be made redundant. I worked for a very small department. There was four of us in the commercial team. 
yeah, there was four of us in the commercial team. So we were not put on notice. I felt as though my whole world had crumbled that day. And that's when I knew that, no, Dawn, you're ready to get the heck out of this place. Because if someone has just told you, by the way, your job is safe and you feel bad for that, (laughs) there's something very wrong, right? There's something very wrong. And I was like, no, I need to get the heck out. I just, I hated the company and the experience there and whatnot. And I was just like, I need to go. So the way I went about it was to present almost like a case to the business to allow me to volunteer myself for redundancy, even though I wasn't on notice. So for them, I shouldn't have been in the process. Um, you know, there wasn't, there was no need for voluntary or anything like that. No, I had to state a case where I literally said to them, and it's not going to be the same for everybody. So you can kind of pick points from it. But my main case was the fact that I was very unhappy and things have happened and they hadn't dealt with things. And I, you need to give me my money and go. But the other thing that I really kind of stressed to them was the fact that I had done everything. I'd got to this level in the business. There was nowhere for me to go. Um, and therefore it just didn't make sense for me to stay. And also they were cutting back. So if I could go and it saves a job for someone else, if that makes sense, then that's better on them in terms of making decisions because you've got someone here who, yes, I'm not in the process because my job isn't under threat, my department isn't under threat, but I want to go. And if you make me stay, I am not going to perform to the best of my ability. And you do not want an employee that is there, that is only giving literally 10% who's not working, who quite frankly isn't caring anymore. It doesn't make any sense. You want people who actually want to be there. And this was the case I presented to them. I went and I had meetings with the head of legal, then the guy, we had two consultants actually that was consulting in the redundancy process. So I met with one who had been in contact and in correspondence with the legal department solely. So I had private conversations with him just to let him know that my guy I need to go (laughs) I need to go for these reasons and in the back of my mind I was like this is cool because I know how much I'm going to get that you know I wanted them to calculate that out as well so I know how much I'm going to get I've been there for for years and with that money I had things that I wanted to do one of the things I wanted to do was have some time out of work because I was in a position where that place nearly broke me and I knew that if I'd taken Dawn in that headspace to another company straight after, it would not have worked. So I had to have time to repair myself. But there was also projects I wanted to work on that actually working, 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 I would have not ever had the opportunity to, to do because I wouldn't have had the time, I wouldn't have had the full focus and all of that good stuff. I needed to rest so I obviously needed money to cover the fact that I had a mortgage to pay I've still got bills to pay I want to see my friends I want to see my family I still want to live my best life so I just needed that money as well but in conjunction with that rest period 
I started to talk to agents. So as soon as I told them, listen, I need out, I was talking with agents with regards to the next position I want, the money I want from that position, when I want that position, so that they would start looking for me, they would start presenting opportunities for me, and I can start going to interviews and setting my leave time, which would have been the time I wanted to take out. So, you know, typically for um, for roles, like mine, most places would expect that it's a three month notice period. So then I knew that, okay, I could give myself three, four, whatever, six months out of work and then go to the next one. So I had time to play with. So that is how I used the redundancy as a strategy. It was a strategy for me to have time off and it was a strategy for me to then go into the next place of work completely healed. So I had those conversations with the redundancy consultant, the head of legal. I put it in writing why I wanted to go and why I thought it was best for the company to let me go. And thankfully, they signed it off. It had to be private and confidential. Other people in the business couldn't know about it. So it had to look as though I was made redundant because this is something they couldn't do for everybody because they knew that other people were very upset. But I guess these people didn't think about the idea that I had, if that makes sense. So they didn't have, I don't know. I think sometimes I'm quite a ballsy person and I'm just like, if I don't ask, I don't get. So that was my whole thing. It's like, if I don't ask you to let me go, then I'm not going to get it. And I'm just going to, end up leaving without any money and I was like no I've been too unhappy so you better compensate me for something that's how I almost like looked at the whole strategy as a compensation and probably that's why I was very driven to go so they signed it off and then we actually agreed a leave date and we agreed a leave date because I was embroiled in some negotiations in terms of work and the work I was doing so I was doing some negotiations on some con- cons- so I was doing some negotiations on some contracts at the time and it just didn't feel right to kind of leave in the middle of such negotiations because then somebody else would have to take over once you're gone you'd have to sort of do a handover and explain like where you are and all the rest of it so I agreed to stay for a period of time and then go thereafter. And let me tell you, the day that I got that letter confirming, my girl, we have agreed to this redundancy. I was the happiest girl in the world. And also I just, I saw that money and I was like, yep, thank you very much. So this is how you can use redundancy as a strategy. That is one way. So if you're deeply unhappy, the other way that you can use it is if you have been put on notice and they have said to you explicitly in that letter, there is an option for voluntary redundancy. So what you will see is that the voluntary redundancy amount is usually more than if they decide on just letting you go. So again, if you're at that point where you're like, do you know what? No, I am ready for new endeavors somewhere else, new challenges, new opportunities. And I am quite happy to go, then voluntary redundancy is a route that you can take. The only thing I will say to you is that a company does not have to accept 
the fact that you are willing to put yourself forward. I've seen that before with people. They've put themselves forward for voluntary. The company said, no, nope, because we want to keep you. And then they are completely out of the process because they don't get made redundant at all because the company wants to, to keep them. So this is the other thing. If a company really wants to keep you, they will keep you. So just bear that in mind that they don't have to accept. And I guess, again, if it's that thing of, but I want to go and they haven't accepted the voluntary redundancy, it's perhaps you taking the balls like what I did and taking them to a site and just saying, I'm sorry, but I'm deeply unhappy. And for me to keep working here is going to be very unproductive for the both of us. And just see if they will come to some sort of negotiation with yourself. So again, you can take that money and... It could be the fact that you're looking at buying a property or there is things that you want to do in the interim um, or you just want some savings and that's the way you do it. It's it's simple, but it's not. It depends if your company will play ball with you or not. And some of them, quite frankly, will not. Um, but you get the ones like mine where I guess I really had to lay out a case and get upset and... All of that was very genuine, don't get me wrong, getting upset and all the rest of it, for them to go, oh, by the way, yeah, I think I think perhaps we should just let her go on these terms. So it depends on where you are in your work life with that particular company. What is it that you're trying to achieve in a sense of, okay, what could I use this money for? Okay, if you've got a goal in mind, that is cool. And then present your case, present your case to the company and see how it goes. That's all you can do. There is nothing more that I can really extend upon that fact because at the end of the day, it's in the hands of the company. But always start with a conversation and just put that in writing so they can really see where it is that you're coming from. And just like, you know, I had to go back and forth and have a few conversations with head of this and head of that and ultimately it was signed off because I guess at the end of the day they don't want to keep employees that are deeply unhappy because the effects of redundancy is just it's just horrible at the end of the day anyways but once that that kind of period is over what they're trying to do is to settle their employees into the new new and what they ultimately don't want is people there that's just like oh my god this is just horrible and I still want to leave whereas their job is now safe so yeah you don't want to be that one. They don't want to have you. So sometimes it makes sense just to, you know, allow a person to go, but with monetary gains. And as we all know in business, people get paid off all the time. But what I would say is that if you are going for this, don't mention it to your work buddies or your best friend at work or whatever. You move in silence because as soon as somebody finds out, as you know, at work, they will talk. I don't care how best friends you are with that person, but they will blab it. And then if that gets out and you're under some sort of confidentiality with your employer and the people that are doing this, then, you know, it doesn't look good on you. So for me, when I was going through this process, of course, I had my little best birdies at work and all the rest of it. I did not say a word to them. I didn't say a word to them. And even when I was leaving, people just thought I had been made redundant and I pieced out of there and I was like, thank you very much. <laughs> but, you know, I managed to get almost like a voluntary, voluntary redundancy settlement. So it worked out for myself. So let me know, have any of you ever looked at redundancy and thought, hmm, I'm going to use this as a strategy? Has it worked for you? Is this something that you would consider 
going forward right now, what with everything that is going on, do let me know. Do let me know. And like I said, you can find me on my social platforms. You can find me on YouTube, Dawn Heels, or on Instagram where you get daily content, Dawn underscore Heels. So guys, I thank you so much for listening in yet again. And I shall see you on the next episode.